0: Coming to you from the Eon Project Studios, overlooking the vast, pristine acreage of Primrose Village. Greetings from this hidden gem of the Blackstone Valley. You're listening to Experts of Nothing with Mike and Jay.
1: Hola, amigo. Ah, hola, como estas? Uh, As we enjoy another, uh, well, you know what? Yes. We're we're going back to our roots today. What's our roots? Sunday nights, AM radio. Sunday nights, (laughs) uh, 7 p.m., we're recording on a Sunday night, which is rare for us, in the middle of a snowstorm. We were on the AM dial there for uh, about a year or so, I think. About a year on AM radio.
0: And that a was a wonderful
1: year. That's right. It that, flew by.
0: That you know, there's a. Uh, I still have a, a bill in collections from the uh, the radio station. Good thing that we never
1: gave them our actual names or told them uh, wh- who we were or Thank where God. we lived or any of that. So what
0: happened last week? We had a guest in studio. We
1: did. We had Joe, the pseudo scientist, who, who, who turned out to be pretty knowledgeable. He was very knowledgeable. We had a lot of uh, actually good good we, feedback. We from did. That. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact. <laughs> There's a dog barking somewhere in the, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a hellhound or a Tufelhundin as Tufel, we would say. Yes. Uh, but no, we had a lot of, we actually had a lot of, uh, good positive feedback from the Joe show. We did. So thanks Joe. If you're yes, listening,
0: Yes, uh, people from all around the, uh, the United States, the world, uh,
1: the universe actually, uh, contacted us. You know who the second place country to the United States is? I do know. Listens? How do you, okay. Who is it? it? Costa Rica. That's right. A lot of, ex, a lot of uh, American expatriates live in Costa Rica. Oh, you don't they? think it's the natives listening Dude to us? To, Due to the uh, uh, the low cost of living and uh, no taxes. You don't
0: think it's uh, a, a uh, some strange uh, character listening on a broad... I just made that up. I don't know if there's oh. any
1: taxes. But it, it is Costa Rica, that's true. It is Costa Rica, it is. We have a special show today. We do. It's going to be an
0: interesting uh, extravaganza. It's going
1: to be wonderful. Uh, we're doing what they... Remember, well, we used to be comic book fans. Mm. And every once in a while in a comic book, in a comic world, uh, uh, in the comic realm, I should say, there's a crossover. There is. Where, let's say, the X-Men... Join Spider-Man for right. a for a, a uh, epic arc of of comics. So we're doing we,
0: that today. We are doing that. We were hoping to do, and actually, this is going to be more like something that we had hoped for as uh, youth comic book reading. Youth, and that was the. The Super Crossover. This is a
1: Super Crossover. Which
0: would have been like a Marvel DC Crossover. Yes.
1: yeah. Did that ever happen? I don't Marvel know if DC? it ever happened. I don't think it did. I bet it did. If it, if it did, drop us a line at guys at hermitlight.com. There's got
0: to be some comic book nerds out our there new email listening to that. Comic book nerds. Or, or, uh, drop obviously. us a line.
1: Yeah, for sure. Anyway. So what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, well, we have a special... If I get getting molested by dogs... Uh, we have a special crossover episode today with the fine folks from the Black Lodge. Yes, a series of conversations. Our friends Brent and Luke are joining us here in a moment. That's correct. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna through the magic of technology and the World Wide Web, we will be able to all be on the same page.
0: Yes, it took a little bit of doing, a little bit of technical uh, know how, mm-hmm. and uh, some brain power to get this done. But actually, what's gonna happen is I'm trying to set this up for you guys. Yeah, set it up at home, listening. So we're sitting in our studio here at the uh, in in the pristine uh, village of. Primrose. The, the uh, fresh blanket of snow on Primrose Village. Exactly. And uh, Mike and I are sitting here together Yay. in front of our microphones and uh, our computer monitors, mm-hmm. two of them, yes, to be exact. And on the other end, thousands of miles away, well, not really Millions thousands. Millions of miles. Probably 800 miles or so, mm. is uh, are the boys, uh, Brent and Luke, and they're sitting there in, in a similar situation in front of two microphones.
1: They're better looking than us.
0: And we've connected ourselves via the World Wide Web. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and they are looking at us, and, and we are looking at them. We can. And suddenly they're coming in. Here they are. Ah, there you are. So there we, you are. We, we brought them up you. on the screen. Yes. And boy, do they look yummy. They do. Do we look sense.
2: yummy? You couldn't see us all this time?
1: No, I moved you. I, didn't I had look a picture at in my brain, and it didn't look anything oh like my you, gosh. that I'm looking we, at We've right been now.
2: staring at you two guys for the last 10 minutes waiting for our cue to come you in. You know, you
0: can only see us from the nipples up, but from the <laughs> nipples down, we're completely nude. <laughs>
2: oh, gosh. I'm so jealous. I wish. And
0: I'm sitting on a uh, – the chair we're in is covered in saran wrap. I can never get
2: Luke to get naked on this show. I try, but he just won't no. do it. Radio My only. bottom
1: is covered in KY jelly. Well, we wanted to uh, we wanted to welcome uh, Brent and Luke from yes, thank from you the guys. Black Lodge really thank you, pre- yeah, we appreciate to the, it. To the Eon Project, and uh, w- you know we've talked about their show before, and and, and you know we're all part of the same uh, overall apparent group, which is Hermit Light, correct, uh, correct, so. Hopefully the first of many crossover episodes to come. Yeah, you know, Absolutely.
2: we really appreciate it. I mean, I think we mentioned on our show a couple times that you guys really inspired us to do this. We've been friends, the viewers probably know for quite a while. Um, people that have followed Eon for a long time and even the darker side know we've known each other for many, many years. And uh, we finally decided to get together and, and uh, yeah, we're, we got a documentary thing coming. We got a lot brewing. I'm pretty excited for it, actually.
1: Yeah, I had a lot brewing before I uh, before I came over. Dunkin' Donuts. I took care of it. Yeah, I got another Dunkin' Donuts, but I don't have a story for today. So did you guys? You guys got nailed by some snow too, didn't you?
2: We did. Terrible.
3: Yeah, probably what a foot at least, at least a foot, and yeah, it's
1: a mess. Cool. Well, that's messed. too bad. <laughs> I see that uh, you guys have some sort of enormous checkerboard behind you. What is the significance of the checkerboard? Oh,
2: the checkerboard, yes. Well, okay, so have you ever seen that it's sound uh, proof, uh sound uh, insulation. Soundproofing. Soundproofing. So that you can
1: have sex slaves yes. and no one will hear them. But yes. in,
2: oh. if you've seen what the Black Lodge actually looks like, the tile floor pattern in there is the same. It oh. like, we have a dun- oh. There's a dungeon
3: feel down here. Definitely yeah, a dungeon feel. It's
2: kind of dungeony. Oh, it's dungeony. Yeah, yeah, there's... There's taxidermy and weird paintings and yeah.
0: Wow, are there any bondage type materials like that? Are be, coming over? And,
2: uh... There could be quite easily. <clears throat> mm.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, one of the one of the things we wanted to talk about with you guys today, and and when we were broaching the topic, uh, broaching the subject of having a crossover episode, and one of the one of the things that Brent was really passionate about talking about was. Uh, what, what, perhaps you'd like to tease the topic for the for the day, Brent.
2: Yeah, we lost you there for a second, but I'm assuming you um are talking about the tulpas that. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, I have different theories. I think you guys have different theories and everything. And you know, we're kind of going to discuss tulpas a little bit. But um, I'll preface everything by saying that. Um, I think my view on it's going to be a little bit different than most, so don't don't stone me for it if that's the case, if if it is. But uh, we're we more or less came into this cold, right, Luke? I mean, we had topic yeah. and
3: we. I don't think we really. I didn't know anything about this, and Brent kind of brought it up to me, but through a little research, well, I mean, we kind of touched on it a little bit.
1: When, when Jay when Jay and I first started talking about tulpas, he was wondering if that was included in the five dollar box at Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. but I don't think that it is. It's, it's with not, the chalupa and the Mexican pizza, isn't it? No, 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 no. no. I, yeah.
2: It's funny when you get when you get snarky humor with with too smart for their own good and they're like, "Oh, I don't know if this is going the way I want it to. They're being funny."
0: <laughs> so, here's a question for you, yeah, okay? Yeah, since yeah. we since we brought that up and I was a little bit confused cuz I hadn't heard the term before. Yep. So, why don't you explain what it is, where it originated, uh, and we'll we'll go from there.
2: Okay, so there's two kind of kind of versions of the Tulpa out there that um, that people t- tend to nowadays know about this this modern um, tulpa, Mancy, and Luke looked into that a little bit. I'm gonna pass that off to him. Yeah. But um, what I'll say before that, there's also uh, a second century tradition in like uh, the Tibetan monk uh, religion that's vastly different than the tulpa that Luke's about to talk about. Okay. So what I found on the
3: the modern tulpas seem to be more of a borderline imaginary friend. You almost create some sort of secondary. Uh, personality that it, it gives you one thought process and two ways of coming to a conclusion. Um, people would give it their it's, its own memories and things like that, and it really felt borderline personality disorder or... <laughs> well, that's the
0: first impression I, right, I got I you describing it. Yeah,
3: very strange, but it was like it couldn't think separately. It can only think together with your normal thoughts, and then you came to two different conclusions, um, really felt like personality they, disorder to it's, me. They,
2: they even say in the literature that's available, and I'm by no means am I, um, if you practice mancy, I think that's fantastic. You know what I mean? That's something that I personally um, don't understand, but it seems as though these people are creating an imaginary friend in my yeah. mind, more or less. And um, the tulpa that I'm referring to is much more ancient and... Uh, has, well, Brent, before you yeah. get into that, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, but yeah, no, no, So no.
1: something that Luke just said. So, um, well, actually, you just said it. you said tulpomancy. That indicates yeah. to me that there's a movement. There is, of, yeah, of people that. What is that about? Is that like? Is it like a religious thing? Yeah, it's it...
2: and it's online too. A lot of it's online. like I could. So first of all, like you know, my my uh, impression of a of a tulpa isn't something you sh- you would be able to. Google on the internet and find basically a recipe for creating. And and if you type in how to create a tulpa it, on Google, it shows you the steps to do it according to this newer, mm. this newer, um, I guess you would call it religion or science. Yeah. Like, uh, it's
3: more of almost just creating another view of the world or another personality in your mind that you can access and have, <laughs> you can reach a different thought process through, it's almost like splitting yourself. It, it in is. Half. It's kind of like splitting yourself. Yeah. It, it's, so what's, it's a, very what's strange. the
1: point of it? Is, is, it to, is it to solve problems? Is it to, is it to uh, advance yourself uh, oddly towards enough, Nirvana
0: okay. or something? Well,
2: oddly enough,
0: it's when you're at a bar and you're meeting chicks. And That's, yeah. you That's right. Bring out the tulpa. <laughs> yes. So she doesn't know who you are. It's like <laughs> a phantom
1: wingman. Yes. Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: Well, in that case, maybe I never I thought go about, back about that. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm, let me... that sounds a good.
0: Actually, that's a good band name, the Phantom Wingman. Well, yeah, uh, I like that.
2: Do you have a list of of band names? I mean, we're all musical <laughs> in some form or fashion, especially uh, Jay and I. I have a list in my phone of really cool uh, band do. names. Yeah, we could spend
0: like, a whole episode just going over those. Just, but yeah, we yeah. Well <laughs> let me that'll, that'll be another episode. Let me ask you this. So the word tulpa in in and of itself, to me, it sounds it sounds uh Like jello South American, Central American in origin in terms of like Maya or or Incan type type word. Is that where it initially originated It's, it's or Tibetan. Middle? Yeah, Tibetan. Oh, oh Tibetan. Did you did you yeah. menti- mention that already? <clears throat> he okay. said that. You weren't listening. Sorry, I was drinking whiskey. Mm. Confused yeah, it's about. Tibetan.
2: And you know, the interesting thing is in their their culture, Tulpas aren't Necessarily a good thing. Um, if somebody were to manifest a tulpa, it would be a mancer and it would be like a good wizard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know, and that that person. It, har- it actually, it's very similar to the relationship between um, a golem. And a, and a rabbi in, in the Hebrew culture. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I'm
1: glad you mentioned that, yeah. Brent, because I actually, when I was looking into just briefly what a tulpa was and, and golems came up and I did some research yeah. on that and I, I didn't know if we were going to talk about that later, well, but it I, seems to be very, that's more of a physical manifestation rather than a, a, a spiritual one or a ethereal correct. one. And, and right? the,
2: the big difference between, say, a golem and a uh, tulpa would be the sentience of the, of the tulpa, that it, it's right. more of a free thinker, right? Luke? Right.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Tulpas, well, and some of them, some of them, they say that the Tulpas have a free thought process. And then some of them, they say it completely does not. Right. It depends if you're looking up like Buddhism or it's Indian, an ancient, Indian it, subcultures. Here's the I thing. Mean, it goes way back. So, yeah. th-
2: so <laughs> even though there's this new, this mm. new movement that's kind of come out that it's almost like, okay, so like, I'll, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, Tai Chi is a form of martial art. It's been, it's been, it's performed now in a beautiful art form, right? But like, I suppose in theory, if you were to use those moves in combat, they're tested combat moves. So it all—it's almost like this tulpa that's out now is that watered down Tai Chi, kind of like, oh, I'm going to create a tulpa to help me, you know, organize my recipes. Right, you, you like, a, like a
1: like a strip mall karate place. Correct. Versus oh, ad, strip yeah. mall karate. I tell you, some God, of the God,
3: some God. of the most interesting stories I read on tulpas was on Reddit. You had these people talking about mm-hmm. how, like, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't, I couldn't talk to women, and so I, I created a tulpa, <laughs> and and these—that's why I'm on Reddit. Can't yeah, talk to exactly. Women. <laughs> yeah, feminine spirits, and I, you know, these feminine whatever. There's entities even an instance and...
2: where they, it, it, it it basically <clears throat> gets into how to get intimate with your tulpa. Yeah, well, they nice. would <clears throat> people would talk
3: about how they fell in love with their mm-hmm.
0: personalities. Yeah, I out with that one. I yeah. would I mean, too.
2: I'd get rejected by my own tulpa. <laughs> yeah, it
0: yeah. reminds me of a story that Mike and I talked about a while ago on on the you know, project and. That was a uh, uh lovely young lady who apparently was seduced by a ghost. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I think I remember separate, that episode. Yeah, separate from her own she didn't create the ghost, apparently. No, but, yeah. She had a ghost uh, baby. She had she had a ghost that came in and She was uh, intimate with the ghost. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He seduced her and
1: uh he was, and he then was, disappeared he was, after. You he was know an that's an unselfish lover. Yeah.
3: That's an that's a really common theme throughout history as far as especially in like the Irish and English that was a really common thing to have ghosts and Goblins and Sente- fairies that would that would have babies with. They called yeah. them the changelings. That was a very common thing. Yeah, that, that was uh,
0: some genius came up with that, and he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm, I'm going to pre- pretend to manifest as a ghost, yeah.
1: <laughs> and have my way with have my way with the ladies. And I disappear. wasn't screwing around with my wife. It was, uh, it, was it was something. <laughs> so else.
2: I should go out to the bar tonight and and wear a sheet and be like, Oh, oh, well, look who just doing just ammo. He always ruins every show we do. Oh, <laughs> get out of here.
0: Actually, that would be funny. Put just put a white sheet over you and walk in. Be like, <laughs> yeah. eh, manifesting as a ghost. I don't know. That's how you get canceled. Yeah, that's how you get canceled
3: now. <laughs> yeah, <that's>
1: true. <laughs> depends if you have some sort of You're interesting. Well, you
0: up. mentioned you mentioned Tibet uh, being the origins of it. You yep. know, and uh, um, I recently we talked uh, not too long ago about uh, the Yeti mm. and uh, how that's Tibetan in origin. I yes, too, I, I believe. And actually, many people don't know this, but uh, Yeti is actually Tibetan and it means. Rocky place man bear that poop in woods and throw snowballs. I'm not <laughs> that, sure does do it doesn't really mean that whole long thing. It does the whole thing. It Does <laughs> you, <laughs> you have yes. to suspend Incredible. your disbelief?
2: Mm, yeah. I don't know if that's credible. I think we have but, to address that. But I mean, that could be
0: <clears> to, me that, to me the to me the I mean, the, the Tibetans, uh, the people of the Himalayas, the Sherpa and all them, they they truly believe in the yeti. They believe it exists, and I'm thinking maybe that is just how we talk about speaking things into existence. I right. think that's maybe yes. just a manifestation of. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, an ancient myth. Doesn't
1: well, it actually, doesn't it actually, everything that you're saying right now, yes. can dovetail into any other area of the paranormal? Well, that's what
2: really piqued my interest. Okay. So I, not to reveal any spoilers about this documentary you have been talking, but Tulpas have been heavy on my mind because there's plenty of theories and there's some science out there even, which I don't hold much to science other than the fact that I think maybe they uh, have had more time to look at something than I have or other people have, you know, but um there's these theories that hauntings and, and things of those natures could be tulpas or um, mm. the the negative energy or positive energy that is put out can manifest or call out to the spirit world. And I think Luke mm. and I touched on that once before where we've, yeah. you know, what were your thoughts on that? You kind of thought that the same thing.
3: Yeah, to be honest, I mean, I, I had never thought about it. But the more you the more we talked about, it, the more I thought that, that might actually be a possibility that that as you kind of put that out there and open some gateways that you would have never opened before that maybe there maybe there is an option for that to happen
2: i mean think of a ouija board in that sense you know i mean i'm i'm yeah. I, you know that's that's really sticking this big beacon up that says hey come talk to me and i think that as people pour energy and be it good or bad into an item a place a person a thing i think that it, that energy still remains you well know? well
1: You know, something that you just mentioned, Ouija boards, and we've discussed it on our show before, and we haven't talked about it with you guys. I'm interested in your perspective of that, too, because it it does actually, it is related to what you're just saying. So, I personally won't
2: mess with them. No, they terrify me. Yeah, and and only because, and if you've listened to our show, you know, we don't don't tiptoe around the religious aspect of things. We're extremely open-minded and, you know, pretty liberal in the religious sense, but I really feel like if I'm messing with a Ouija board, I'm opening myself up to be... Uh, in contact with a side of the spirit world, I don't want to be if that so in sense.
1: your opinion, it's probably it, it is related to um, divination and and spirits. I think uh, it's the
2: intent of the person that's using it. obviously, I think that that you know uh, some kids could sit around and play with the Ouija board and scare each other. I think other people, their intentions behind using it affect the the device in I think a lot of it
3: has to do with how much energy and how much what is being put behind it too yeah a couple kids maybe wouldn't have the capabilities to maybe summon or yeah. open open doors to other places but maybe a group of people large enough could and people mm-hmm. that maybe ha- are open to already already being able to communicate with that other dimensions i I do think that would be possible
2: i mean i know it's pretty obvious you know luke and i have talked about this we've listened to your show we know i mean you guys believe in the paranormal and the supernatural and the unexplained doesn't necessarily mean you've come to a conclusion or believe every single thing that's thrown in front of you Uh, i just think there's some credibility to the idea that energy affects uh everything and um yeah, like, for us, it, I, I, I'll i speak specifically for me, the Ouija board thing, I just, I'm scared of it, man. I don't want to mess with it.
1: Have Have you messed with it before? Never have. No, never you, have. Either of you have? No. So, nope. it, back in our yeah. early days... Yeah, I was going to ask a, you guys, have you guys used yeah, it? Yeah, we actually did. So, going back, this is back in, in the early, in early high school days, uh, Jay and I have been friends since, we, you know, kindergarten basically. Right, yeah. And we did have occasion to utilize the Ouija board back, back when it was popular to do it. And stuff happened. Did it really? And yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, so I, tell I, me I, a
2: quick story real quick. Well, I'm like, I'm I, mean, I, will,
1: yeah, I mean, I will say this,
0: um, You know, and, and it's funny, we were talking about this. I just happened to be at a local uh, retailer recently and I had my son with me and they had a Ouija board for sale that's in the crazy. game section. And, and yeah. he goes, oh my I, I was talking to him, about, I said, mm. we should get a Ouija board. He's like, <laughs> ah, that's nonsense. And I tried to explain to him <laughs> that Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, yeah. but I will tell you the first time you sit down and use one yeah. and you have, your hands are on the planchette and it starts to move uh, seemingly on its own, right? Yep. So this theories about why it's moving, scientific reasons why it moves and micro movements of your own hand, but you're not realizing it because it's subconscious, right? That's one of the theories that they say. It feels like it's moving on its own. It really, it it truly does. I would just,
2: I would, I would beep my pants. So I would ask you, (laughs) I would ask you this
3: question: What's the difference between it being in your subconscious or it actually being something else that's actually controlling you at that level as well?
0: Yeah, it may or may not be. I mean, that's that's obviously the mystery of it. You just don't know.
1: And and, and speaking to our personal experience, I'm not sure if Jay remembers this, but I remember very clearly. So. The re- the reason that I think it's there's something to it, and and I don't necessarily think it's all uh, subconscious movements, is we we used to ask it questions that it wouldn't possibly that we that we didn't know the answer to. But it was here's an example. Uh, one time we were using <clears throat> it in uh, in Jay's bedroom, which Ooh. there was no uh, there was no Ooh. experimentation going on uh-huh. or anything. I don't Did you want, use I don't the planchette for anything? I don't want anybody something? to think, uh, think it was a butt <laughs> shet, not <laughs> a, a <laughs> planchette. A
2: planchette.
1: <laughs> think poorly about us. But anyway, so. Two of us were using it because, you know, we we got all of our tips about Ouija board usage from the movie Witchboard, which back in the 80s, which was a terrible movie. Go check it out, by the way. It's yeah, freaky. It's horrible. You know, it's you've heard that
2: movie. Luke has only seen six movies. And I did hear that. Scared, that I can't find
1: that, that. That's Well, it has Tony Katane in it. So Ooh. you have to, back in the 80s, you know. Tony I was, I was David, born, David, David I was born in 87. Out. Luke's a little younger than us. I was born us, in 87. So, so. Yeah. Oh, Lord. You're, you're missing yeah. out. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, we were using it in Jay's bedroom. And... There was two of us using it and the third person oh. was standing standing off to the side uh-huh. right it was it, it's a it's a it's a paranormal three way Did he have and a camera <laughs> No so we had actually asked it how much money that person had in their pocket and it gave us a number down to the penny and he checked his oh pocket my and, it, and it was it was the exact amount. That's and it. And that did happen.
3: That's it. Game over. I'm out. I'm done. I'm, I've so, i have
0: seen mean, that movie
2: w- enough times I'm out. <laughs>
0: so I mean what is that, right? Is that is that a supernatural event? Is that a spirit? Is that well how would we know how much more is he had that in just Something within the subconscious where the mind I'm not linked in a certain way. I right? sort of
2: get I sort of get behind that. That's where I get into this tulpa thing because there is a lot of historical data and a lot of really good evidence to prove that energy <laughs> However, it's described, whether it be as a tulper or whatever, um, mm. can cause things to happen. I mean, it's a kind of a no-brainer. I mean, if you had the choice between moving into, you know, a billion-dollar home with all this great stuff, and it only cost you, you know, this much money, but you knew there was a quadruple axe murder there, the worst ever in history, and it's famous, super double. You know, aside from not wanting to deal with the publicity, I don't know that I'd be able to get in bed at night in, in the Amityville house. You know what, right. what I mean? Whether right. it was real or not. The, even the fact that it isn't real and, and kind of has been sort of proven it wasn't real, at least in my mind, I think there's but a whole... Lo- but so, there's still so much there, and that's... right. And, and right, so right, much right, energy right. has been poured into it subsequently that right. the spirit realm has to tune into that, right? Like, the spirit yeah, I mean, realm, it's got to see that.
0: Well, let's... Yeah, let's... I mean, let's circle back to that event, right? The Ouija board event, as I was yeah. trying to say, was that, you know, th- there's, there is that theory that everything... Is connected on some level throughout. I firmly the universe. believe that you, energy, like you can, you can
1: tap into different things. Do so you think your maybe friend that's an even example knew? Of that.
3: Do you think your friend even knew how much oh, money probably, he had in his pocket? Well, I don't it, even know how much I, I have in my pocket right no, now. No, and that's I think, the crazy I think, part. I think,
1: I think what I think what what Jay's kind of alluding to and, and is that maybe it's it's tapping into our subconscious, and we we, we all together, three of us, came up with that answer. Right. Versus, you know what I'm saying? Just just him not. Know. I, can we explain it? No. And a lot of the stuff that it said was not right. And you know how you, you guys are familiar with cold readers, mm-hmm. uh, psychics mm-hmm. and things yeah. of that sort. Yes. Who will throw out a whole bunch of crap, yeah. hoping yep. that some of it sticks. And what you do is it's a human psychological response. You remember when they're right. And you don't remember when they're wrong. Right. So I can't tell you how many times the Ouija board was wrong. Well, I can it was. sure remember when I, it was right. That's,
2: I, I, right. Exactly. I actually can
0: tell you one example when it was wrong. So we were, I don't know if it was this session or another session, but we went ahead and asked it. I think one of the, one of the lines of questioning was, uh, when Mike gets of age, mm. who is he going to marry? Who's this person <laughs> going to marry? How many kids is he going to have? What's yes. the, what's his firstborn son going to be? And it said Jay. <laughs> no. It didn't say me, but it did say uh, a female that we are f- familiar with. Yeah. Uh, it, he did not marry that lady. I did and not. No. I think it's, it said his firstborn uh, was going to be a male, and his name was going to be Greg. Uh-huh. And uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, had, uh, a, a young lady was born first, and yeah. that's not her name. Her name sure. is not Greg. Her, Greg, her name is not Greg.
1: No, it's Greg. So yeah, but so they, a lot of stuff happened, and then there was some stuff. And, and again,
2: how so accurate re- do you expect the supernatural to be? That's my point. You know well, what I mean? I, I mean, I think we have this we have this misconception or this idea that like because we can't comprehend it, it must be wrong.
3: And that it could see yeah. the future. That it could see the future, we don't know we would never know if they could see the future, if they couldn't see the future. You right. know, questions from the past would make more sense than the future to me.
1: And we did actually we, we did it ask that, it that, that too. That too yeah. A lot a lot of past questions. You know, and and this, and I don't know if we've even even talked about this because there was one time I used it uh, with some some girls, believe it or not, Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and, and we were at at school. I, I was part of. Who was after I school. when this happened? I was trying to mac on chicks. That's why you weren't oh, around. You were nothing but a, a, an albatross I around my neck out. when it came to <laughs> women. Uh, <laughs> anyway, girls didn't like me back then. So we were actually doing it in the the, the haunted auditorium <laughs> of Winsocket High School. Oh, is it haunted it, actually? It, it is actually, yeah. Mm. And and anyway. They were using, I should say, there was a few girls using it, and they asked it, do you not like someone here in the room? And it said yes. They said who, and it spelled out Mike. Oh, right? Did that it really? Sense. It did, no, no, this is 100% true. And then yeah. I said, you know what? I'm out. And I walked away, and I, a, a ladder fell down where I was standing. Not right away, but a, a couple of minutes later, a ladder fell down where I was standing. So oh, my. It sounds, like it's, it sounds like it's from a movie. Actually happened, you
2: know what? But that's the thing. Like a lot of this stuff, because we've seen it in movies and stuff like sure. that, we we have to we automatically dismiss it as saying, eh, it's you know well, I saw that in a movie. I saw that in a movie." Well, I'm a musician. That's what I do for a profession. I mean, we constantly pull inspiration from old stories or old songs, old tales, and stuff like that. So I have mm-hmm. to believe that this stuff's been around for a really long time. And There's
1: nothing new under the sun.
2: No. And if it's been around this long and it's been continuing for this long, you know mm. how many people. Remember Remember MC Hammer pants?
0: Oh, I do for sure. I do. I, had, but, I love MC Hammer. I had like Hammer. ten pairs. Yeah, but
2: you get what I'm saying. They didn't stick around. Yeah, you, hey, know you can't touch this, man. <laughs> you can't what touch. What happened to Hammer? Is he still around? I don't know, yeah. man. Did he? Get, I think like,
0: he's uh, bagging groceries at
1: the local. Uh,
2: <laughs> Hammer. Wawa. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what? Me- the media today though it recycles old old celebrities. The Billy Blanks making a resurgence he Billy is, oh, is a yeah. fame. Yes. he's on the Geico commercial didn't
0: you do security for Billy Blanks I did
1: I was VIP security hey, I, did I, my, I was in my bodyguard days that's... and I did I did VIP security he was a hell of a nice guy <laughs> I don't know what I would have done I had a firearm and he didn't maybe oh, that was how okay. Billy, uh, Billy I was able to... why are you
2: making fun of Billy Blanks I can see
1: you you have disdain for Billy Blanks I don't, don't make fun see... of the man because he has googly eyes it's I had disdain fault.
2: for Joe Rogan and I was schooled in that did you hear that Oh, no. you know what,
1: Joe, rog- I, I, Joe Rogan. Uh, I used to think, and I listened to your last show. Uh, so you I don't know, know if it was the how last show, but it was a previous you, show. But I, yeah, I heard you what get you guys where were I'm coming about. from, right? Yeah, but you know what, I thought he was a nothing until I saw him start kicking a bag. Yes. Uh, and it looked like he was about to put his leg through the yeah. He's a, the heavy bag. He's a pretty tough guy. It's incredible. Yeah. Tough, tough guy. Yeah. Well,
2: we've just that. successfully given Luke a boner, so I'm gonna give yeah. the, the floor to him about Joe Rogan.
3: No, I just you just thought you could fight Joe Rogan, and I, I that I was insanity to me.
2: Luke, Luke is a lover, and so he was worried about my welfare because he actually thought I, I, I was going you like, to die. Like I'm gonna go tell Joe Rogan he's a wuss. And I'm gonna punch him in the face, <laughs> and no. Luke's like, "No, you're not. No, no, you're not. He's gonna kill no. you with his roundhouse kick, dead, yeah. dead.
1: You won't dead. even know what happened." And, he, and he's in his, he's in his fifties, right? Dude, he's up, no, isn't... no, he's, I don't think he's fifty. Yes, yet.
0: he is. is he? He's is up it? there. Is he's, he really? I think he's around fifty. He's, he's been big. on uh, TRT for like ten yeah, years. Yeah, it's
3: all said. that testosterone, man. Yeah. He is just jack. And all he eats is elk.
2: Okay, elk. so th- listen, <laughs> listen up. So this has been irking me, really seriously. All
3: right, all
0: right. It's been
2: irking me, and and I'm glad I've got Luke here because I feel like my team's here. Come on, let's knuckle bump. You didn't see that, but we just did. You guys don't like Bob Lazar?
1: No, no. You know, I think. Oh I think Jay, my God! I, I think this is actually. I mentioned you guys oh, mentioned this oh, in Luke your last is program. I mean, Lucas crying. I, no. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, there was, and I think Jay has a stronger stance against uh, Mr. Lazar than I do. But I feel like you guys should probably discuss that. Maybe not today, because it's not really a topic. Unless you want to talk about it today, it doesn't matter.
2: I I got to get this side on the table because I I love <laughs> I love Bob Lazar.
1: Yeah. What do you What do you think? What do you? Okay, because I did hear your last show. and yeah. You guys discussed. What, I oh, what, clearly, what I it heard about, your last show too. What what, <laughs> what is it? What is it about the Bob Lazar story that you find so believable?
2: Okay, so first of all, I don't trust the government like at all, and right. there's pretty clear evidence that he got raided after his Joe Rogan interview. Which that to me, having experience with the federal government in all form or fashion, it just plays out like <laughs> something. <laughs> that would would be conducted by that level of government. But further, I watch you, which surprises me, Jay, because you said you pay attention to people's body language and you've also learned the art of of reading people's faces and eyes much like like I have. I think he's telling the truth. I look at the way he he talks about stuff. I I look about... Some of his stuff seems out there, but ultimately I I think Alien Tech's already here. I mean, but...
1: But you, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they have just killed him 30 years ago?
2: You know that, and I mentioned that to Luke. Yeah,
3: I, I, that one. I don't know that answer to that because, well, yeah, why wouldn't they just kill him? But
1: you know, and, <clears> and, and the fact that he got raided could possibly be because he admitted on Joe Rogan that he stole merchandise or yeah. uh, not merchandise. He stole he stole property of U.S. government. I mean,
0: everybody gets suicided, right? <laughs> that, that that they don't want to speak out. So, um, I mean, there's that aspect of it. I don't want to delve too deeply into no, that we don't have to portion but... of it. I, I'm just looking at it from a purely. Uh, objective perspective in terms of watching and listening to this man talk in interview after interview over over the course of time and i think a lot of his a lot of his stuff from when i first started hearing him like 10 15 years ago his stories have kind of morphed slightly and they've changed over time and i mean yeah that does happen
2: well i think um, we've been hearing him for too too long you know at this point and nothing's really shocking anymore you know i mean when he came out and started talking about stuff like that yeah there was there was people that were were into the the whole extraterrestrial thing, but he, you know he just went a, way beyond that. And and maybe I got suckered in, but I've got a life size portrait of Bob Lazar's head on my back tattooed, so I'm not getting that covered up.
1: <laughs> Let's say you're a fan. So let me let me ask
0: you guys no, this, I'm, right? Yeah, go ahead. And this <laughs> is this is a kind of a point that I glossed over last week when we were talking with Joe, but um, so you know i always use the analogy of you know a baboon or a gorilla yeah. trying to back engineer a stealth bomber I heard you, you say think that. that that can happen that is completely ridiculous and would never happen right well, can't happen but right. You, and you, that's that's the way i that's the way that i look at if 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 we happen to have alien technology in our in our midst right. if we have it and sitting in a hangar somewhere they have that supremely high level advanced technology i don't think that as humans we'd be able to even decipher it, let alone re you know, back engineer it into anything. Wasn't well, that, here's what Bob I,
3: Bob talks yeah, about that. That's what he talks about is how the the guy before him had died because they had tried to cut into this thing with a sawzall and he said, At what point in science do you have to get so desperate that you start to cut into something with a sawzall to try and Figure out how it works, and it, the guy died, and that was that was kind of what he hinted at in his one of his stories. I remember. In that,
0: in and of itself, and I'm not I'm not <coughs> questioning your belief in Bob Lazar, Luke, at all. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yes, you are. I, I don't think a scientist would ever try to cut into anything with a sawzall. I mean, I don't. That yeah. just story right there alone is questionable to me. Uh, he, he, I, I just, uh, you know, we have varying opinions, and that. Oh, thing. I agree.
3: I think you either. I think you. I think there are people. Who, it, he's so polarizing. You either 100 yeah. percent believe everything he says, or you can't believe anything. I don't think there's a middle ground there. Actually,
0: so. I. You know, I think the middle ground for me, anyway, is, is the fact that I do. And I, I think I made my opinion clear last week. Is that I do believe that they are coming here. So I do have that stance, right? Sure. So I'm not sure. The, poli- the complete well, opposite no, and of I that. support
2: your your point right. that you made that that those things don't crash. But you know, I would follow up with too. Um, you know, I've I've uh, well, I was a helicopter gunner in Iraq on a Blackhawk, and that is cutting edge technology, and right. uh, for our world. Uh, some of the best technology out there, the most skilled pilots, the most skilled crewmen, you know and they crash and people get killed. And my thought is is that if we crashed something like our most advanced helicopter system in Afghanistan, Um, we would probably want to destroy it because... Well, that's what I was going to say. Right?
1: When that happens, isn't that what we do? It is exactly what we do.
2: So my point is, is that, you know, how far advanced is another civilization from us if their plane or their aircraft's crashing? I mean, maybe they are 100 years or 200 years, but the 10, 20... Noam Chomsky's out there in the world that count beans all day and know everything about everything. They might be able to get somewhere with back engineering that stuff. You take an Einstein and a Tesla and stick them in the same room, they well, might. Well, you just
0: said you just said too that we, we we do our best to try to destroy that stuff, right? Because we don't want it to, 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 to fall into the hands that. of the enemy.
2: Absolutely, but it's there's plenty of occurrences that. You you yeah. just gotta leave and go, you know, or you're not. Right. Gonna, go, but anyways, let's go, go, go.
0: <laughs> well, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to cut the conversation short because I think we're, we're doing a good job here. Yeah,
2: but yeah. Um, you're at we, halfway. We're, point?
1: we're at the halfway yeah. point, and I think Mike has something for us. You know, I had a I had a funny little uh, bit, mm. and you guys are familiar with our show, and we, yes. we try our best to try to in, infuse humor into everything uh, that we do. I know. So what I was hoping to do for today. Oh God. Uh, we're going to lose.
2: All I know is we're going to lose. <laughs> here's, here's... And I, don't, I don't know what's coming. To be... Jay doesn't oh, know what's coming. Oh, you don't know and, and, what's and, coming? And, and, okay. No,
1: I have no idea. Okay. And this is, a, this is 100% a, um, unknown to Jay. And he has no idea that I'm going to do this. So okay. this is a contest between, uh, from the Black Lodge and mm-hmm. the Eon Project. Except I knew it. The Eon Project is going to be represented only by Jay. Okay. And then you, you guys are free to commiserate on uh, coming up with an answer.
2: Oh, okay. All right. So you're okay. you're putting Jay- uh, There's a lot of pressure here so for here, me. Here, here, yeah. Let me
1: describe let me describe the game that I have set forth for you for yeah. you fine people. Oh god, Thank okay. You. <laughs> now you guys are at a disadvantage because we've learned from listening to your show mm. uh, that Luke does not know a whole lot about popular culture. He does very so, little very little. <laughs> so, so you're gonna be leaning on Brent for this. I picked okay.
2: poor co host. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so what I'm gonna do, this is this is uh, uh this is a game, and I think we even played it one time before on the Eon Project, but this is completely new in this regard. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to – and I'll go back and forth. I'll start with you guys from, from the Black Lodge. Yep. I'm, I'm going to describe to you a well-known sitcom or show from the 1970s to the present, <laughs> and you have to guess the show. However – Can I light a I cigarette be- first? Yeah, however, I okay. will be describing it in Shakespearean form. Oh Ooh. god, have you so, done this
2: one before a long time ago? So
1: so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it like Shakespeare would. Oh, shit. I'm going to describe a show you gotta tell me the name of the show.
2: On our show, we say the S word sometimes, so don't be surprised. Yeah, all say, right, say a shit, because <laughs> all right, I'm ready. Yeah, go. Yeah, no. Oh, mm-hmm. let me
1: let
0: me take a sip of my brown
1: drink. And get guys, your brown for, drink. Uh, right. Let me know when you're ready over there. I know you wanted to. to Luke, get a cigarette. Yeah, we're ready. I
2: got my cigarette here. Listen, listen for dramatic effect.
1: Is that a cigarette? Plus, Luke is like 10 years old, so I'm not sure he's gonna remember <laughs> some of this. Thing, all
2: right, so. let's have it.
1: Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. <clears throat> and of course, I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm harkening back to my. Thespian days uh, for for this for this uh, recitation. Here we go. Okay. Lo, having not been there one to assume the mantle of leader, it must fall to the one named for the most lonesome king to partake of the titular role and manage the Powell clan. Head of the class. I wasn't asking you. Well, but he got I'm it right. I'm asking them.
2: <laughs> it's a race. And
1: that wasn't it.
2: <laughs>
1: Th- that wasn't it. No. Should I have to re- read that again? Uh, no, yeah. I'm not going to read it again because that's too long.
2: You I was going to – different strokes?
1: Now. No, you're both wrong. Damn. That would be Charles in Charge. Ah. The, uh, the, the Luke doesn't the, even know this. Not a shows. clue. Not the a Lathesom clue. The loathsome king was Charles I. It's, yes. really,
2: it's, it's basically down to me and Jay. Is, I was I,
1: trying to think of the Powell reference, crap. and I couldn't yeah, get it. Yeah, so I, I are, we playing, I, are we playing the guess? whoever guesses first, then? Is that, is that what we're going to do? Let's do that. Yeah, because okay. yeah, I mean. Kind of a Jeopardy
2: style.
0: Whoever shouts out the
1: first answer. Now, remember, the right, the right answer. these are not all from the 70s or 80s. Okay, is, I, I got is, you. Some of no, them no, are from today. Some of them are from today. I'm feeling Let me know when you guys are ready. I'm feeling Yeah, All right, go. We're hearing it. Go for it. Here we go. The bespeckled and behatted one pairs violently with the other, who spews forth his idioms as bitch, and the other two doth peddle their bluish wares of ill repute and reputation forthwith. <laughs> 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 Yeah. This, is, you, you,
0: you, this is too obscure. J- this you isn't wanna... obscure. If, J- you, if you listen to the okay. words. I
1: listen to the words. I'm describing very, if you know anything about this show, you would know what I meant. I don't know the show. Say, we'll say it, just read it again. The be- bespeckled and behatted one.
0: Yeah, glasses
1: ha- and hat. Pairs violently with the other, who spews forth his idioms as bitch. And the two doth peddle their bluish wares of ill repute and reputation <laughs>
2: That's the part that gets me.
1: Simon and Simon? No.
2: Oh uh... Bluish
1: wares Bluish
3: wares
2: Yeah what do you got
1: I don't even know What the hell that means I don't know You, you will when I say it Oh no. god yeah, You You're got stumping nothing? us big time
3: Alright go you know, The only thing I can <laughs> think of Is Gilligan's Island I don't even know why
0: now, That's popping into my head That
1: would be Breaking Bad Breaking the bluish bad. wares being the methamphetamine. Oh, oh the blue. man, that oh, no, no. was too, too hard. obscure. Too hard. you well, you, le- you led what? this whole thing by saying '70s and '80s. I didn't. I said from the '70s to today. Ugh. Oh, he did oh, say that. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you said '70s all right, let's and '80s. Go. That all right,
3: actually all right. makes Can sense we... now. That actually makes sense. now. of that. Idea. See? Right. See you yeah, have yeah, to be smart to
2: play this yeah, game. Have, have, you makes, have you seen? Breaking Band? Yeah. See, there you go. I have not Alright, I'm dumb. I'm dumb.
0: I'm
3: gonna skip that one because
0: there's no way you'd get that one. All oh, right. a um, nice job. Here we go. This is a terrible game. <clears throat> this is not as good as my Beatles
1: game. This is this is an easy one. You guys will get this one. Alright. Hark! The winter be long and cold and stark. If only the flaxen hair of the maiden may travel west to fulfil the destiny long promised. Game of Thrones. Yes! Game of
0: Thrones. I let him have that one.
1: Did you? See? You let me have that one? It said Stark, I knew the answer. That's right. That's why I, th- I knew that was going to give, a give it away. Getting a little bit of lag here.
0: hope <laughs> we didn't get no. cut off. How so.
2: about what, what, one oh, more? We got oh, one we more. We froze up. Interesting. We lost them. We got oh, you guys?
0: Up.
1: What'd you do? Hello. Oh, they're, f- they're coming back. There
2: he is. Sorry, there guys. we go. We
0: a Technical got difficulty. You. There we go. Oh, are you there? Oh, are you there? Yeah, we There we you go. Back again. Okay,
1: great. Last one. You guys ready for the last one? Yeah. All right, let's go. Hello. The Amigas gather amidst the great city and bemoan and decry the romantic failures of the lot and shall be enthralled by the jester, Joey.
2: Holy shit, I don't know that one. Oh, Blossom.
1: No. Friends? You, Close say, though. What'd you say? Friends? Yes, yes. Friends? He
2: said friends. He's
1: friends. Yes. Correct. <laughs> oh my gosh, Luke, my partner, save me. <laughs> you
0: said Joey. I was thinking Joey. Uh, what's yeah, Joey? Yeah, they, they, you know. they won. You know, they beat yeah, you. Yeah, we did. We did. We beat <laughs> you. Beatcha. win. You know why? Yeah. Because you have to be dumb to win that game. <laughs> 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 she clearly, clearly, Mike created it. <laughs> <laughs> Jay doesn't like any. I was thinking of Joey Lawrence does. when you said Joe. Joey. 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 Yeah.
1: Yes. do you think? the Joey you you doing? Friends. I, used you to have doing? A thing. I used to have a thing for uh, Joey. You Back know what I used to think? You guys You guys have seen Friends, obviously. Yeah. I used to think that Jennifer Aniston was the hottest. But now, th- today, yeah. I think that I would have liked Phoebe more. Oh. And the reason is, is because she was crazy mm. and, um, yeah, you know. Mm. Uh, massages
3: uh, uh, out of her van and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think she would be the one. I like van massages. Was
3: oh, she not a, like van
1: massages. She was she like, a
3: prostitute, right? I mean, it, that's... What? That was her job. <laughs> what
1: she was prostituting then? I don't know. That's what I thought. <laughs> and... <laughs> well, we know these people. Nobody, well, nobody liked Courtney Cox though. I, no, I like no, Courtney. She's too bony.
0: I used to like her. I uh, liked my her. first uh No, I liked her nah. from uh, what was it, nah. uh, what, was it uh, what was a Bruce Springsteen video she
1: was in, Dancing in the Dark. Yes, yes. Dancing in the Dark. He pulled her up on stage. Yes. He did pull her up on stage. And you want to talk? You guys are musicians, right? Yes. Yes, Bruce Springsteen no. is the most overrated musician of all time. Uh, I would you either, love you, you either love him or either love me, you hate. Him. I don't like. I, Bruce I, yeah,
2: now no. no, I'm with you. There's two songs it, maybe I'm a, I'm a fan of, and that's about it. And there's and
0: some... the, the the pretentiousness yeah. is is too oh much. yeah, dude, no. it's too much. It's
1: way, but it's way, like way that. It's like that with a lot of musicians. Yeah, I'm like they a Bruce Springsteen, hey, you listen to me. Didn't listen we? My song, yeah. Didn't that we done. know
2: actually a guy? Pretty good. That wasn't that wasn't bad. Didn't you know a guy that that his. His relatives or something bought the house that Bruce woke up. Hey in little free- girl, is your day? free Home. Pool. Uh, you go
4: you leave me all alone, uh, uh, baby, I'm on fire. I think I think once <laughs> once they reach a certain yes,
1: level of, yes. of fame, they become so we were insufferable. We were
0: in uh, we were stationed. Brett and I were stationed in uh, Marine Corps Base Quantico with a gentleman, Quantico, uh, another Marine, Quantico. and he's he went he was affectionately known as uh, Poopy. Poopy. Why would they call him Poopy? And uh, we called him Poopy. And Poopy was from uh, Freehold, New Jersey.
2: Freehold, which New Jersey.
0: Which is the, Freehold Borough, which is the the birthplace of Bruce Springsteen. The ancestral home. So this is actually a quick, a uh, funny quick story if I may say this. You may. So uh, Poopy brought me home one uh, weekend. <laughs> what did, it he was actually, what uh, did he
1: do to you? Did you wake up behind the wood pile with a sore bum? was.
0: <laughs> it was a holiday weekend. I think it was a Thanksgiving. It was a long weekend. So we drove from Virginia to New Jersey. And one of the things that we did what a is journey. we went. We <laughs> Exactly. We went to go visit uh the, the ancestral home of Bruce Springsteen.
1: Why would anyone want to do that?
0: He drove. He drove me by. He said, "Oh, look, Bruce Springsteen was born in this house." He could house. have been lying to you. How, <laughs> did, he, how uh, do you know?
1: no well, that's where he's from. Because
2: he showed the picture of the CD. Remember that was the. That's the, right. They were sitting on the porch. That's oh, correct. That's
0: correct. So okay. anyway, later on, we went back to his house. Well, we uh, uh, enjoyed a nice Thanksgiving. I bet mm. you did. We drank and we ate, and then we slept over that evening. Ooh, what were the sleeping mm. situations? like? I slept in a, a, a was lady it head boy. to toe. The genitals are still lined up. The oh, next day, <laughs> the next day. This is kind of funny, actually. Yeah. So I said, "Hey, do you mind if I uh, do? You mind if I use your shower?"
1: Because oh, like I, shower. I like how this story is going. I'm going to shower. So I've I, heard this I yeah.
0: So I go in the bathroom. I proceed to use your shower. I get too slippery in the shower. <laughs> too much JoJo Ba on my feet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was slipping and sliding. I fell out of the shower through the shower curtain. Wow! And smashed my I head. You thought you were going to die on the porcelain and they're of the, find you of the toilet. Wet. Were you- I went unconscious for a good thirty seconds.
2: Did you have the th- hair of the dog that morning?
0: His whole family was downstairs. They all heard this. <laughs> Next thing I know, I hear somebody
1: pounding on the door, asking if I was okay. You're-
2: and I was
0: butt naked and soapy on his. Uh, you-, you ever been in the shower? His and you're- shower rug. You start
1: losing. The- you start losing the the tra- uh the traction. Yes. And you start slowly sliding, and you think that your life is about to end. Yes, it's about it's to a- well, it ended
0: for me shortly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, briefly for that that day. He said, "Are you okay?" And uh, I was fine. But anyway, why they
1: call him Poopy? You never answered
2: that question. I don't even
1: know. I don't know. Do we know? No,
2: I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know. But that's going going
1: on the description of this show. Who is Poopy? Who is Poopy? (laughs) I'll be sure to tag him in this episode. Yeah, we have to. Yeah,
2: we definitely. All right, so
1: let's get back on track here because people are probably losing their minds. You know what though? I enjoy how the conversation is organically growing in different directions. Organically. Oh. Okay. All right, tulpa, tulpas, tulpa,
2: tulpa. You know, my kids are going to make fun of me for this
0: what for what for, for saying because they saying say cold cold my cold voice sounds stupid oh do no. you guys we've
2: we've all touched on this at least once or twice do you think your voice sounds stupid?
1: I don't like listening to myself I either. hate it yeah you yeah, know, yeah. That's but, cool. hate it well I have, I have a a long and uh, prosperous career as a I'm gonna create a toba.
2: So. Who, who with, a magni- first... with a magnificent voice. To... Speaking
1: of voices, who was the first person in the 90s that made that, that distinctive sound that they all followed? Was it Eddie Vedder? Was he the first one that went, Rar, <laughs> Rar, Yeah, Rar, yeah, Rar. yeah, yeah. Was he the first one? And then yeah. everybody just kind of... Okay, Don't I make I me go. do my Eddie Vedder impersonation. Yeah. I like Eddie
0: Vedder. I'm no, going to do my Vedder. Eddie Vedder tulpa. Yeah, let's uh, go. I mean, Back. Some... What would... What... Red man hold pictures on mountain top. here, here are top. Him and the old sun held. the v. Oh, wow. oh,
1: that's it. That's anyway, that's that's good. All right, let's do it. Let's get back on track. So here. you know, anyway. with the
2: tulpas, here's what I what gets me right. Like, and <clears throat> basically, what my bottom line is on them, <clears throat> I I think there's um, credibility behind the the thought process, not necessarily a tulpa, but something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are pouring negative energy into something, mm. um, then you can manifest some, I think that becomes a beacon, like throwing chum in the water for a shock. We're going Mm. shocking. That's my Quentin impression. Going shocking. Going shocking. But, um, Oh, conversely, you just don't technical you think Right, could be done with the right. right? yeah, I mean, right? like, oh, He was, you know, he was, thrusting, he was thrusting, thrusting I heard a large, I heard something. Bang. I, I didn't know what that was. It's just this energy. And, uh, so uh, we're getting error uh,
0: messages uh, and and all over the place here. He was too things. gyrating. So um, keep keep rolling, dyrating. Mike, yeah. and uh, we'll try
1: to get this sorted out live here on the know. Obviously, we're not Aren't we really just
2: dealing with you know the positive and negative side of energy in some respects? Yeah, so we're pulling it up. Oh, there he is. He's back again. capable of tapping into going And we're going to click
0: on this. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Are you
1: back? Are you guys back? Yeah, we're back. Oh, that's good. I can't... So oh, you were gyrating your hips and th- violently, and I think...
2: Yeah, and what, I can't see you, actually... Go back. You on can't ca- see us. I can't see you. It just says Jason Maquis. Go back on camera.
0: Oh, you gave him my last name. You shouldn't have done that. Now I have to kill everyone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <now you're- laughs> just edit it out. <sighs>
2: All right. How's that? There That's better. Now
1: I got you. <laughs> okay. So you chump. What were we talking about? I
2: don't even. Remember you were just. I-
1: dis- you were just saying. that You were discussing your your idea of tulpas. My question. I had a question during the during that brief break uh, that was precipitated by your hip gyrations. Yes. So. What's the difference between tulpas and astral projection because wouldn't mm. that be very similar in that you're you're going into your brain and you're 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 having something come forth
3: so I, yeah I think that's that was exactly what I was finding it was almost exactly the same thing or very mm. similar just maybe different terminology for the same have thing have you
1: ever either of you two guys tried astral projection have you have you actually tried doing it i'm so not.
2: i don't know if you listened to my last one of our last shows where i've kind of been I, I have sleep issues so interestingly enough when I sleep I try to put my mind in a state of of calm or whatever and Luke kind of equated it to a trance state or whatever um I think I've gotten so far with that practice that I'm a little nervous to let go and <gasps> and go even further you know what I mean because I think there is a th- that I've reached a point where man I must sound like a lunatic but I almost feel like <laughs> I, I can I can uh I can experience something different. You know what I mean? Um, That's about the best I can explain it, I guess.
1: Well, that's interesting, I, and, and I've I've I haven't tried doing it to that to that extent, but I have tried. What I have tried is, and this is kind of along the same lines, and that's uh, lucid dreaming. Where, yeah. You know, so wait, explain yeah. that to me. So, well, I'm not an expert, but for, from what I've looked into it, and from what I've tried doing, is that supposedly if you're in if you're in a dream. Which yeah. I don't remember the vast majority of my dreams, but the ones that you do remember, if you can try to become cognizant that you're dreaming while you're in the dream, you can start controlling actions. In, the, in your dream, and if you can do that, then you can. That's a form of astral projection. So I'm, I'm actually glad that you brought this up because in this is something
0: that happened to me just about a week ago. Ooh. So I've I, over the course of my life, I've been pretty good at lucid dreaming, where I can. be You can actually of, do this. Yes, I, well I'm in my I don't do it intentionally. I'm in my dream and then okay. consciously I become aware that I'm in the dream and then I can wow. control everything that's going on within that. Wow. So I had a I had a, uh, a a lucid dream or actually it started out as a nightmare about a week ago. Yep. And this and I'm not exaggerating. I've been on this earth. I've been around the earth a few times. Around, uh, around the sun on the earth a few yeah. times. <laughs> times oh, in my day. This was probably the most horrific and uh, frightening uh, dream I've ever had in my life, and I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna summarize it as best I can. Yeah. Obviously, you're not gonna be able to get the full grasp of it. No, but um,
2: yeah, I get. What so you're
0: there was, um, they were uh, uh, demons. Ugh. They were multiple personalities involved. Mm. They were uh, face like a face changing app was involved (laughs) a a a demonic grandma who was chewing and spitting glass around what are you talking about sexual misadventure
2: all all of these things so have you have you guys ever looked at any of of the dream interpretation books that are out there or ever i
1: think that's all a whole bunch of crap you
2: know i think there is some credibility to some of the things uh through my experience um With having nightmares and dealing with with negative dreaming or whatever, I found that there's a lot of consistent traits in people's dreams that really do uh, correlate to a real life. um,
0: And and they do say that they do say that, that it it has, you know, it has a correlation between something going on in your real life. Uh, in terms of your what your how your brain is processing but, but, things while you're asleep but if i may just real yeah, quick yeah i'm sorry yeah. i i just wanted to kind of finish finish yeah, yeah. up what i was saying about my about the dream that i had it was so intense it you know you know and it was a, there was a point where i was lucid at, at a time and i was reaching around trying to feel what was around me Ooh, right boy. in reality as it was happening in the dream and then i awoke from this dream and i went into a, an immediate frenzy I jumped out of bed yes Locked and loaded. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you will. Yes. And ran around the house, clearing everything yes. around me. Oh, and and But I was awake and I was conscious and I was yes. making sure that everybody was safe around me because oh, yes. it was so intense hmm. and it frightened me to the point where.
2: Uh, so I you've had went. a dream before where you woke up and then subsequently, when you realized it was a dream, you were literally relieved. You were like.
0: It took me oh, a while. Yeah. I yeah had to, like, oh yes. Yes. I had to sit and calm down and try to, you know, breathe myself back into existence, if you will. Yeah. So, what,
1: to Completely. what do you attribute this dream? Because you were just saying. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to sit down well, with somebody and honestly, try to figure it out. Honestly, this is actually something that just happened to me, and my, my story is not as long. I dreamt, I swear this is true, I dreamt I was George Washington, mm. but I was wearing these opaque uh, pantaloons mm. that you could see my junk through. <laughs> I was going to say, you got and, the
2: grape smuggling going on? Yeah. The- oh. and,
1: and, and all the ladies were looking at me, and looking I had to like- hide in a... I had to hide in a church pew to get away it. Did you from have her.
0: a powdered wig for your gym? I was
1: George Washington. Yes. First of and all, you George looked Washington like did...
2: Robert Plant circa like, 1970 <laughs> with his tight bell bottoms. You, just, oh. you were
0: smuggling a woodchuck
1: in your
2: yeah.
0: old pants. You know, fun, fun, trousers.
1: Fun, fun fact for you George Washington did not wear a powdered wig. That was really? his actual hair. Yeah, that's correct. And he also. Yeah. No, but in his trousers, he did. In his, Well, he was a big man. He was. Yes. He, was, a, he, was a, he was always the tallest man in the room. He was around six feet tall, which at the time was, uh, was very big.
2: It is very anyway. big.
1: You look yeah. big, Luke. Yeah, look, Luke, you're a big dude. Oh, he's a
2: big dude. I don't know what, like six foot. Six yeah. foot, he says, and he's just kind of shaking his head a little I bit, don't like know. you know, six foot,
1: <laughs> not over that. He's yeah, hiding he's... behind the microphone, but he looks like a yeah. he looks like a handsome young. man. He's guy. going oh, out tonight you. to
2: meet some lady friends. Whoa. Oh, we'll find out. Yeah, really. he's
0: going to summon his tulpa. <laughs> yeah he's going to
1: uh, he's going to uh, he's going to sling some uh, a. Hey, speaking of which, speaking yes. of, you mentioned uh, uh, using tulpas as a uh, as a as a wingman. Yes. Uh, hmm. Every every young man at some time in his life has used a fake alias when talking to women mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, what, what what is your uh fake alias name brent <laughs> oh like Ma, you want to know you Ma? can't reveal yeah, this i, I want to find no, out what you, you can't think. reveal this sure you can no you sure, I can't I can You because think... he's still using it
2: i'm oh. not using <laughs> it <this> still <laughs> if you had to pick this up, one's pick... retired alan geraldine <laughs> <laughs> aaron geraldine <laughs> alan geraldine are what, you Creole? What the hell is that? <laughs> it's my middle name in the street I grew up on.
1: Oh, i say Geraldine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, now, sounds... Luke, have you ever used an alias? With no, never. have only
2: seen six movies and never. never. No, they're they're you scary. know what I'm... Hey,
0: one of my secret superpowers... Uh, this is this is actually a psychic power that I have. I have the ability to uh, give people, um, just by looking at them, giving them aliases.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Luke, go get close to the camera.
0: No, I can see him fine. You can't see him? I can see him fine. Yep. Uh, Yep. What does he look like to you? It's going to take me a second here. That's fine. All right. I got it. Mm. Oh, God. Bobby Jensen.
2: Oh, Bobby he does Jensen. look like a Bobby oh. Jensen. Yeah, yeah, you do look like a Bobby Jensen. Yeah, yeah, you look like a Bobby yeah, Jensen. Yeah, because yep. he's into sports, and a Bobby Jensen would definitely be into sports. Sounds sporty. So, yeah. yeah, When you, uh, when you go like out
0: tonight, NASCAR that's your name. new name. Yeah. Bobby
3: Jensen. Yeah Bobby, but, Jensen. yeah, Bobby Jensen. The problem is the internet exists now, and so people <laughs> <laughs> can find you so quickly. you got to scrub your identity.
0: you got to yeah. be like, what's
2: your name? Robert, but everybody calls me Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Jensen.
1: You have to have a backstory too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, oh, you can't just yeah. have the name. You got to have the the whole backstory. Or you have to
3: top a to get I'll anything get some, out of <laughs> this.
1: I'll get you, I'll get you a top. Like, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, nothing. I'm not a crea-
3: I'm not a creative person at all. So that that Uh-oh. sounds daunting to
0: me. So why don't we? Why don't we? We're coming up on the hour. So why don't yeah. we? talk yep. a little bit about uh our, our documentary kind of what oh, our plans are that's
2: yeah. a good idea yeah yep.
0: um you know what we're looking to do with with this yeah because inter- you know i just saw another document a paranormal documentary recently and it was horrendous most yes. of them are most um of them are. I, I thought the production value was good because yes. Yes. you know for a low budget documentary but the the, the topic and the material was so awful. what you're
1: finding and i think i find the same you and i share these these links and i sent some to brent on occasion too yeah um I think what we're finding is that the production values are all going up, and these these documentaries look great, but then it's a whole bunch of crap behind it. We're trying to avoid well, that.
2: and and here's the thing, you know, with the technology the way it is today, obviously, you know, you can do and create really fantastic art and Mm -hmm. and not have to go to school for it or spend a lot of money. Um, I think with our documentary, and we've talked about this extensively, um, we actually, without divulging any big secrets— uh, we've mentioned it before, but we have a location where uh, paranormal activity has been going on for a really long time, and at that location, we have witnessed basically the seeding of a local legend. We've seen it from the mm. point where it's been it's been revealed to the public because the fin- the family finally spoke out, and we now have witness information, and we have all this other stuff, blah. But and over- you have
0: other people. Perpetuating this this now this exactly. Story. Well, now yeah.
2: we've got to a point where, unbeknownst to the people telling these stories, I hear people talking about this family home, uh, and talking about it in a sense of haunted house, Scooby Doo. You know, kids mm-hmm. from the local high school are dared to run through the front yard mm-hmm. now, and so we have Make a really it. we have a really awesome opportunity to document um, folklore and local legends and how stories manifest. And so, you know, Mike, you've you've brought up some good points on how we want to do it. Why don't you, you take it for a minute too? I've kind of said what we're one of the areas we're focusing on, but we're gonna focus on a couple others, including out in Rhode Island.
1: Yeah, so so I think the ultimate goal of it is to like like Brent just said, is, is to take a, a ghost story, if you will, if you will. And follow it back to where it originated and then see how it's changed and see also see, you know, we're on a different part of the country than you. Yep. And see just how similar the these stories uh, you know uh, prof this uh promulgate that's a good word well and
2: we're gonna our intention is to 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 look at some topics and you know if there's similarities right between stuff happening here and there, then we have to d- dig a little deeper and find out you know are these similarities bigger than what than what we've always thought it's obviously not a local thing if that, right. You know, so we kind of want to get to the bottom of, of how folklore begins and if there's any truth to the original story, uh, if it's connected to the paranormal. Does that make sense? And also have fun with it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, exactly. As we are wont to do. As, as you look at a lot of these paranormal documentaries, they take themselves way too seriously. They act like they're, I'll know, just like tell you, if you're
2: going to watch our documentary, you're probably going to see a lot of middle school humor. So just get used to it.
0: You know, and that, and that was one of the things that I noticed watching this most recent documentary. That Mike, the uh, Mike's on movie probation too, by the way. Why? For sending, well, for sending me this, and there was another movie he sent me about. Uh, what was that? Uh, Frailty. Frailty. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey. Tr- thriller. Oh my god, it was horrendous.
2: What's wrong with you? You don't but like anyway. Matthew McConaughey,
1: though, do you? That's right. He doesn't like Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right. He's prejudiced. <laughs> So
0: anyway, uh, like Mike was saying, these people take themselves way too seriously. That's that's the first thing. And they make themselves seem way more important than they really are, right? Absolutely. For some reason, the guy that was creating this documentary, there was a, a third me, party that came in. Let me give them a background because so, okay. they don't know what we're talking sure. about.
1: So you can actually look this up. There was a guy who created a documentary. And the reason this should be a red flag right off the bat. It was a thing called Sir No Face. Have you heard of this? I'm not. No. So this was a few years ago, maybe 2015. There was... They, it was a documentary that this guy created. His name's Chad Kalick, I think his name is. Yep. Okay. And he he created a documentary about a ghost sighting that they captured on tape, which sounds pretty cool. But he charged admission, and you could only see it at a movie theater that he was hosting it at. Okay.
2: Well, that's okay. Step, yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Right. So that's number one. So he anyway. So that's this track record, and what he's been doing is cre- he keeps creating these documentaries which have great production value, but he keeps rehashing the same stupid story over and over again. No. That. Now he's gone off into aliens, and no. the ghost was actually an alien, and you know all this stuff. But like like Jay said, he, he acts like he's the you know he he's the cent- the epicenter of all this. Right. This well, here's activity. the thing,
2: guys. Like, and I say guys as in our listener, yeah. I mean guys and gals. But but let's be honest, <clears throat> um, we're doing this for fun. <clears throat> we're yeah. doing this because we're question asking people. Uh, Luke has about as much experience with uh, production as he does with scary movies which is um <laughs> Virtually nine. Um, but um, we all ask the same questions. Why not showcase our friendship? Because, you know, viewers and listeners uh, will find out that, you know, Mike, Jay, and Luke and I have all known each other a really long time in one form or fashion. I've never met Mike in person, interestingly enough, but we've been friends seven or eight years, right? Like, right, yeah. at least at this point. Yeah. And yep. I've known Luke uh, for every bit of 15. Long Jay time. and I have known each other for a really long time.
0: Yeah, over 20 years. So 20... What the hell year was that? <laughs> yeah. We're old, old people. We're old. forget. But
2: <laughs> the the thing is, is that we're... We think that uh, we're... We tell a good story. We think that uh, we have a unique personality that would allow for viewers to watch us and be entertained. Because we are... We, we try to keep things real and funny. But we want to deliver you solid facts, too. And we want to deliver you really good information uh, just because we are off the cuff with a lot of things doesn't mean we're serious investigators or that we don't ask sincere questions is it right luke i mean yeah i'd agree with that you know we can we can keep it real but we're not going to be smoking on on an investigation site or you know what i'm saying like you you know we can be ass grabbing and flipping rubber bands at each other's like middle schoolers but when it comes time to work we're gonna work yeah Yeah. and, and that's
0: the thing too like a lot of these things they have to have their hook yeah they have to have their hook and whether or not it's legitimate or not Yeah. You know, they have to have that thing that pulls people in. And, and, you know, you want to make something decent. The hook for us is is that
2: we're just a couple of real dudes here in Indiana, a couple of real dudes in Rhode Island that have questions. And and we enjoy seeking answers, and we want to document our friendship, and we want to document our uh, experiences together. I mean, gosh, it's been coming up in a really long time that we've been touching on these topics of the yeah. paranormal and supernatural. And I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. like you guys. Luke is too, in the sense that when we were kids, we were asking questions, you know, going to the crotchety librarian that wasn't good looking. Now, you ever run into a good looking librarian ever?
1: Yeah. Uh, they're called porno movies. Yeah, Exactly. And, they, and, and they're, <laughs> So they they're don't wonderful. exist. My, right. But
2: we had books like, like in our, that, that's where we got our information. And I just love going back to that. Uh, that episode where you guys talked about the demonology book you know uh, you know we've been interested in it obviously for a really long time so uh, this documentary is just really uh, for us to share with you our experience going through this you know what I mean and that's really it so, if people
1: want to follow along with what we're doing, yeah, you could, you could always check out our our website, which is hermitlight.com, dot com where and that's actually where you can find our podcast too. Which so if you're uh, listening you, to it on you, yeah, we, go ahead.
2: And well, and we want to mention that you know, Hermit Light uh, happened. Uh two or three years ago, and has been continuing and um we're we're also looking for other podcasts or uh, other mm-hmm. individuals that would be interested in um you know becoming a hermit like family member you know just reach out to us, send us an email and um let's take take a listen to your stuff i mean uh we think that the information we put out is important I mean, don't you guys i mean it's fun humorous it's mm-hmm. you know i don't know I, I
0: don't think it's important at all I think it's completely irrelevant, and I think we're just <laughs> listening to each other
2: <laughs> you think. <laughs> no I'm kidding yeah I don't
0: think so no. I, you know I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think that it was it was something worthy you know uh, no mean? it's
2: just fun you know and it's and, and, and I'm passionate about it and you have to have fun with it you yeah. do yeah you yeah, know I think it's mm. it's stuff that uh, people don't talk about enough yeah anyway
1: well we're, we're wrapping up on our hour we actually went yeah over exactly a we went bit, over which a is really minutes, good well good which is fine but it, you know it was good it was good seeing you guys you good know well. Well. Yeah, you as
2: well We'll be dropping episode five uh, here pretty quick, and uh, episode five is on mythical weapons. I'm curious to hear what you, you guys have to say. Mythical Myth-
1: weapons. The, mythical weapons. The magical dildo the, of Dover. I was going to say, something yes. called
0: nah. the Handler of <laughs> Moscow.
1: <Yeah>. Blah, blah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: We'll make the sure and We'll, flops and flabbers. All we'll, we'll send
2: you a video <laughs> of its uh, use in combat. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, right. Thanks for coming to on. Yeah, I really absolute. appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yep, appreciate it, it, guys. Yep. yep. <clears throat> See you in the future.
0: All right. So that was uh, Brent and Luke.
1: Yeah. Black Lodge. From the Black
0: Lodge. You have to say from the Black Lodge.
1: I, you know, yes, I don't think that I, I landed the Shakespearean dialect correctly. I, uh, I, it
0: should have been, I should have had more flourishes. No, no, you landed it fine. It was just no. the fact that uh, I couldn't figure it out. It was very well, you're difficult. You're not very smart, as we all know, because it was very. Obs- you had some very obscure Those are references. Not obscure. You have to be smart to listen to this show. No. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so. That was a good show. I think it was interesting. You know, it actually went off. Uh, there was one minor or two yeah, minor yeah. Uh, technical glitches, but it was fine. It was fine. It was good talking to those guys. Yeah, nice guys. And, uh, yeah, so we like doing it. Actually, we would like bringing in other people. So if you're out there yeah. and you want to talk to us, if you have something interesting you want to add to our mm-hmm. program and you mm-hmm. want to be interviewed by us, we'd love
1: to have you, actually. Yep. Email us at theguys at hermitlight.com. That's the best way to get hold of us. Absolutely. Just remember, until next time, the truth exists. Believe it.